I am Athena. And I'm Lauren. And um, Father Kid has not passed away. Um, he's alive and thriving. But being a priest um, at a parish and at a high school with COVID regulations and all that jazz, he has had to step away from the podcast. And um, he is a good friend. And I just figured we should pick on him a little bit as Absolutely. he leaves. Um, so today, you guys just have Lauren and I, um, which is, I don't know if that's good <laughs> or bad, but let's first start with um, our Awaken app. I um, highly recommend that you guys go and download this app through the uh, store. You guys can go to your app store now and grab this. It is new. It's improved. And it is a great way to connect with the hosts from any of our shows um, and also just see what our life is like outside of sitting in the podcast room. Um, and if you like what you hear either on quarantine or any of the shows here at Awaken Catholic, you can join Awaken Nation by going to awakencatholic.org slash donate. Um, you can join Awaken Nation for as little as a cup of coffee. And if you're like me this year, you cut out coffee because you're kind of crazy. So you've got that money sitting around. So we um, would love if you'd like to donate with us. That's what keeps us going. And today's episode is brought to you by Casa Bea Cleaning Services. Casa Bea is a one-stop shop for all things clean. If you live in the Northwest Ohio area, Casa Bea is the ideal option to keep your residence, commercial, or new construction clean. Casa Bea is also one of the only services in Northwest Ohio that provides deep and professional carpet cleaning. Most importantly, right now during the pandemic, keeping your home and offices clean and COVID-free is one of the utmost is of the utmost importance, and it happens to be a specialty of Casa Bea. That includes doorknobs, light switches, surfaces, ATMs, everything. Get the peace of mind of knowing your home or commercial environment is professionally clean by visiting casabeacleaning.info today. Awesome. Well, Lauren, I don't know about you, um, but even in this new year, I feel like I'm still messing up a little bit in my life. Yeah. Like, I feel I like... Um, like I knew this wasn't going to happen this way, but I, like, I always feel like with a new year, I'm like, I'm a new person. It's going to be different. Like, I'm not going to say I'm not going to sin anymore, but like, I'm not going <laughs> to sin anymore. Yeah. And yet it still happens. Um, and we keep falling like into that trap mm -hmm. of just like the, the original sin, the humanity, like yeah. all of it. And we just fall into that. And I think, um, I don't, I don't know about, you know, the teens watching, but like, I get really hard on myself. I do too. Like when I'm yeah. messing up, it's like it can, it can be small. Like it can be something so small and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's the end of the world. I can't believe my I did that. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm not dramatic at all though. But um, so I don't – sometimes like I think – I think we are our hardest – our worst critics mm -hmm. and I think that we are too hard on ourselves sometimes and I think also we start to spiral into that, that like we're not worthy. Yeah. Um, and it pulls us away from our relationship with Christ, which honestly is the purpose of sin. Like that's, that's what the devil wants mm -hmm. you to do is like, be like, okay, bye. Like I'm not good enough. Um, when in reality, like that is the exact opposite. Like you are good enough. You are so worthy of it. That is why the devil puts sin into your life in those temptations because he knows that 
um, the Lord does powerful things with broken people. Mm-hmm. And that's why we struggle with confession a lot of times, too, is that oh, we get yes. so wrapped up in everything that we've done. And we think that we're going to be so judged by not even God, but I mean, yeah, I mean, a lot by God, but also the priest mm-hmm. in general. But we have to remember that we go to the priest because God sent us priests to be forgiven. And it's like going to confession with God right in front of you. And sometimes that stresses us out, right? Yeah. Because we think that like the littlest thing like that we did. Like the priest is going to remember. The priest, right? yeah, right. They don't, but we think that. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's really hard to keep in mind, especially when you have all these goals in the new year and you're like, you know, I, I thought I could do so well at this. And then all of a sudden something happens and mm-hmm. you fail and, and that's okay. And it's really easy to like then get on that train of like, I already messed up. So like, who cares? Right. Like I know I've done that with things like I already, you know, um, if you watched our past episodes, I have started like a new health journey. So like there are days that I could say when I'm eating an M&M, like I already messed up. So I might as well eat the whole bag. I might've done that yesterday. Um, but but (laughs) there are days though that I'm like, okay, like I, you know, I ate fast food. That's okay. That just means that the rest of the day, I don't get to slack. Mm -hmm. And I think that in life, like with everything, we get so caught up in the negatives and like the hardships. And then it's, it's just so easy to be like, well, I'm already messed up, right? Like I'm already messed up. So why go to youth group? I'm already messed Mm -hmm. up. Why should I try and talk to my youth minister? I'm already messed up. Why? Or my grades are already bad. Why should I, why should I try now? Like who gives a crap? Um, I didn't get into the college that I wanted. So like, Mm -hmm. who cares? Right. Like, and we tend to like kind of throw away either that day, that week, that month, our life, whatever it is. Um, and like, that's, that is not like, just because you messed up, just because you had a bad moment, a bad day, a bad year, a bad five years, whatever it is, like know that the Lord doesn't look at you and say like, well, that one's shot. Like, I'm done with that one. Let's try the next one. Mm-hmm. Um, because just like our our parents, right? Like, we can mess up with our parents and they can be angry with us. But my mom, like, I've done some dumb some dumb things. Um, I've been, like, I've, I've gotten slapped when I was a high schooler for saying something really mean to my mom. But never once did my mom look at me and be like, yeah, you're a lost cause. Goodbye. Like, never once. And I think of God that same way. Like, God's never going to look at us and be like, you're crazy. Yeah. Like goodbye. And we have new graces each day, right? Yeah. Every day is new. Um, and God still loves you just as much every single day. Um, and you have to remember that you, I, I think it's so interesting that we hold on to things. Like we would rather yes. sulk in things yes. than just let it go. And come up with excuses. And come, yeah. Like my favorite one, my favorite one is um, when you're in a bad situation, right? Whether it be like a bad home life Um, your faith just isn't where you want it to be, whatever it is, like you're in a bad situation and like, that's your excuse, right? Like that's, that's it. Like, Mm -hmm. it's just, well, no, like, no, right. I can't go to youth group because, um, my mom and I, we don't get along. She's, and she's not really home and I can't get rides. Okay. But, but like John, Johnny Smith over there just offered to give you a ride every week. Yeah. But, but my mom can't. Right. Like we we sulk and sit in these situations and we think mm-hmm. that because of where we're at in life, that means like we have to give up. Like that's right. it. We're done. We throw in the towel. It's yeah. too hard. Um, 
and like I don't I don't know about you but like Jesus is right there in the middle that well I'm looking at a camera I can't even point that way but he's in the middle over here okay and um that that's not easy right like that was not the easy way out like he wasn't like oh yeah this is this is I'm done I'm gonna throw the towel in right like that's that is not what the crucifix is about there we go maybe nope there we go um <laughs> I'm a I'm a, I'm a hot mess. It's okay. Um, but that's not what Christianity is about. It's about doing the hard things and getting through them, right? Like it's about mm-hmm. um, offering that up to God. And what I think is crazy, and we've talked about saints a little bit here and there, but what I think is crazy is we tend to get this picture in our head that saints are these perfect people, right? And I'm talking like capital S, canonized saints are these perfect people and we're all called to be saints But in our heads, we tell ourselves, nope, because my situation stinks or because I have this issue or because I suffer from this illness, Mm -hmm. I can't do those things. It seems so far out of reach. Yeah. Yeah. Like we really do. We tell ourselves all the time because I catch myself doing it like, oh, I could never be like Mother Mary because I'm not a perfect mother. Well, nobody's a perfect mother, right? Like Mary lost Jesus in the temple. It's fine. (laughs) She was a perfect, like she was like a perfect person. She had no sin. And yet she still left her son at the temple. And I've never done that. So like, you know what I mean? Like, you have to, you, I just shared that with teens the other night and they're like cracking up. But, but you know, like, I don't, like we have, we have to get out of our own heads and we have to realize that like God never chooses, he never chooses perfect people. Mm-mm. Like if you listen to the gospel, um, it was last Sunday, but I don't know, it might've been weeks ago now um, when we're airing this, but it talks about how Jesus walks up to fishermen and he's just like, hey, follow me. And they drop everything. One, that's not easy. And two, no, they were not perfect. Mm -hmm. They were not like Peter. I'm sorry. He (laughs) denies Jesus. Okay. Like he denies Jesus. Jesus is like getting ready to die. And they're like, you're his friend. And he's like, nope. And he doesn't do it once. He doesn't do it twice. Three times. Three times. Three and times he messes up. Gives him the keys to the kingdom. And he's the first pope. Right. So, like, I'm sorry. <laughs> if, if I don't think there's ever a time in your life that Jesus Christ is going to be crucified yet again on the cross. And you are going to be asked if you're his friend. Okay. And you're going to deny it three times. Right. I don't think that that scenario is ever going to happen again. And Jesus isn't like, you know, like, okay all right, Peter, I got to find somebody else, right? Like, Mm -hmm. no, he's like, no, I chose you for a reason. So like, get it together, right? And and something that reminds me of this, there's a quote in my office. It's one of my favorites. And it's, um, God does not call the qualified. He qualifies the called. And I think that's so impactful to any of us who doubt anything about our ability of being able to live out your faith in general. Like, I think it's just so powerful. And we like... The stories we hear in the Bible, too, like they're not perfect people, right? Not even close. The people that Jesus speaks to, the people that he gets close to, they are not like those um, perfect humans doing amazing things, right? Like the woman at the well, she's at the well because nobody will speak to her because she's doing not great things, mm-hmm. right? And Jesus chooses to talk to her that day, right? Which may seem like insignificant, whatever. But, like, it matters. Like, Jesus chooses people, right? He knew when he, choose, when he chose um, Judas, like, he knew what was going to happen. 
And never once did he say like, okay, bye. Okay, bye. Not for me. And I think that we have to look at the saints in a new light, right? Because Mm -hmm. if we're looking at them for their sainthood, just for the things that they did right, you're right. That is super intimidating. And like that turns me off because I'm like, I can't do that. I don't do that in my day to day. I'm not good at that. But like we have to look at, for example, St. Mary of Egypt. So my teens that are um, from our parish during our first quarantine with COVID, we did saints, um, a saintly minute every single day. And this was one of our saints. And I remember this. At the age of 12, she ran away from her home in Egypt, Alexandria, to the Roman Empire. She um, literally at the age of 12, okay, at the age of 12, just remember that, at the age of 12, she um, seduced men. That is what she did, okay? And um, these were men that nowadays probably would be into like, child pornography okay so like she would just go and seduce them because she knew they had this weakness right um and on a whim one day she decides she's going to go on a pilgrimage to the holy land by the time she reaches the destination okay so she's on a pilgrimage to the holy land she had seduced the entire crew and all of the pilgrims so everybody, everybody on that ship going to the Holy Land for this great pilgrimage, she she corrupted them, okay? In Jerusalem, she realizes how enormous and painful her sins are. She goes to confession, right? That's super important. And then she spends the, the rest of her life as a hermit in the desert. But at the age of 12, she started, like, she started messing up that bad. And becomes a saint. Yeah, it's remarkable. Like, I've done some bad stuff, but at the age of 12, I was not doing that. Well, so we have St. Paul, right? And he persecuted and killed Christians. Um, He was so against Christianity. So against it. And what happened? He converted. And um, I think it's so cool because that we're talking about this right now. Because just the other day, it was his feast of um, his conversion. Mm -hmm. Um, But... Uh, like, I just can't even imagine. You can't get much. You can't get a ton worse than that. And yeah, that's honestly that's, someone that you become. That's like, like one of the saints that I look to that like when I'm messing up bad or I feel like I'm just failing, I'm like, I haven't killed anybody. I haven't killed anybody. And St. Paul still had a shot. So I still have a shot. And, um, yeah. But OK, another one. So. Father Kid and I talked about St. Thomas Beckett, and I told that story about the relic. If you haven't heard that, um, check out that that other episode. But um, he was, like, super wealthy, okay, which is not a sin in itself, but he's super wealthy. He had more, ex- like, expensive clothing than the king, okay? Um, he had his own private navy. He was so cold-hearted, and he never gave anything to the poor. Right. So he's like the super wealthy man, doesn't give anything back. He is consecrated as the Archbishop of Canterbury and then completely gives away all his possessions. So he goes from this cold hearted person that's super materialistic, needs all these good things to feel good to this person that gives up everything and literally starts to eat and dine with the poor. Okay. So if you're materialistic and you're struggling with that, it's fine. It's fine because St. Thomas Beckett, he was too. And like, he's a really cool saint now. Like super cool. His relic story is crazy. Look it up. But like, it's okay. 
to struggle with those things. It's okay. Like that's normal. It's we live in a materialistic world. Mm-hmm. That's totally fine. But we have to look to Christ to change that in us. Yeah. Yeah, and another saint too that um I was thinking of when we were talking about this earlier uh was Saint Mary Magdalene. She um she followed Jesus. She was really close to him and she was um known as a prostitute and she was the first one to um, witness the resurrection when she went to the tomb. And I think that's really awesome how close you can still be to Jesus and you can still be messing up, right? And that's why it's so important to keep turning to him and keep going to confession and keep seeking his mercy because he wants us to be near to him. Mm -hmm. um, And he doesn't want us to have that gap between um, our relationship with him. And he just wants us to be close to his heart and to turn back to him regardless of our mess. And I think one of my favorites, and I think it relates well to teens, is St. Augustine, right? Mm-hmm. So if you guys don't know St. Augustine's story, it is kind of wild, right? Like when, if you are the teen, okay, and don't admit this, it's okay. But if you're the teen who likes to party, who um, may not be in the best kind of relationships in their life, um, is trying really, really hard to get away from the Catholic Church, there's still hope for you. Jesus is still knocking at your door because guess what? St. Augustine, who is now a doctor of our church that the Catholic faith looks to for so much, okay? The Catholic Church looks at his his writings and all of his words so often, okay? His mom prayed for his conversion every single day because the dude was trying to become an atheist, Okay, he was trying like really, really hard to like not believe in God at all. Mm-hmm. He was sleeping around. He was partying. He was doing like trying different religions. He was doing anything he could to like not follow God. Yeah. Right. And then one day God was like, that's enough. Let's go. And he becomes a doctor of our church. Like that means yeah. if you don't know what that means, that means he literally helped write the doctrine that we are following in our Catholic church. Like he, it was his words and his writings. The man that partied hard, that slept around, that his mom prayed every day for his conversion. She's also a saint. Wonderful, wonderful saint, St. Monica. I love her. But like know that God doesn't judge us for our dumb mistakes. He doesn't. We can do the stupidest thing in the world and God doesn't judge us. Yeah. All he does is welcome us back with open arms. He asks us to go to confession. And that's important because part of confession is we need to forgive ourselves. And confession allows us to do that. Even if that means you have to go for that same sin because God already forgave you, but you're having trouble forgiving yourself, that sacrament is going to give you the grace to do that, right? It's not so easy to forgive ourselves for our sins when we're not receiving God's grace, when we're not going to that sacrament. But... The great thing is when we start to forgive ourselves and we start to like lean into that relationship with Christ, wherever you're at in it, maybe it's like, I don't know, like 1500 miles apart and you're like taking baby steps or you're crawling or you're scooting on your butt like as slow as possible to like see how long this is going to take, right? Whatever it is, God wants us to be in relationship with him. Mm Mm-hmm. He wants that. Like he wants us to be close no matter who we are. He wants us to know even when we can't feel him or we can't see him. He wants us to know that we are not alone. And the saints, like to me, that's why saints are inspiring. Like, yes, their sainthood is inspiring because they've done amazing things that I 
like I wish that I could be like Mother Teresa and go pick people up off the ground that are dying and take them back to my home. Like I wish I could do that, right? But like I'm I'm not there yet, okay? But but hearing their lives before they were they had that conversion, they were changed, their heart changed is super inspiring to me because I'm human and I do dumb things a lot and I mess up a lot. And it feels good to know that they did that too. Mm-hmm. They did it too. And God still was like, yep, nope, still calling you. Come on. Can't get out of it that easy, right? Like that's how bad he wants us. He just wants us. Mm-hmm. That's how bad. They're so much closer to us than we than we really think. Um, and he doesn't want us to be stuck in where we are. He just wants to be in unity with us. Um, and we just need to, to keep uh, seeking him. And turning to the saints um, because they're just like us in so many ways. Mm-hmm. And it's it's very important to keep reaching out to them and asking for their intercession. So if there is something, just something to end on, and I know we said this, Father Kid and I said this before when we talked about saints, but if there's something that's weighing on your heart that you are super struggling with, look up saints that either struggled with that or the patron mm-hmm. saint of that and lean into them for help, Right. Lean into sometimes when we get in trouble, we don't like to go to our parents right away because we're like not ready to admit that like we messed up that bad. That's why we have the saints. Okay. It's the same way. If you're at a place where you're like, I just don't think that I'm truly ready to like talk to Christ about that yet because like I'm super embarrassed by it. Take the steps. Okay. That's okay to feel that way. Take the steps. So find the saint that you can connect with. Look it up. Google is wonderful. You literally can just put in like patron saint of um, alcoholics or saints that that struggled with alcoholism or drinking or partying, whatever it is that you're dealing with. Okay, pornography. I promise there's a saint that dealt with that and or is the patron saint of that. And then lean into that relationship and and learn about that saint. Right. Do more than just pray with them. Mm -hmm. Learn about them. Know where they had their mistakes where their change of heart happened and how, and what they did to keep that up, even when they didn't feel like God was right there with them, right? Because I promise a lot of the saints didn't. They went through those those um, dark times too or those uncomfortable times, right? So lean into that mm-hmm. and let them lead you towards Christ. Yeah, because they living by their example just shows us that there's so much hope for, yes. for all of us. And if God can turn murderers into saints— I don't think there's much you can do that's going to make him like shut the door on you like he's going to be there. So like it or not, he's he's reaching for you. You just got to learn to reach back. Amen. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for tuning into quarantine this week. We will be back and um, we look forward to introducing you to another host with us. Another co-host. Yeah, super excited in the future. So get excited for that. Our only hint is um, it's a guy because there's way too too many women in this room. So um, tune in next week and we'll see you then. Bye, guys. This show and all media on Awaken Catholic is made possible by the Awaken Nation and the Hollow app. The Awaken Nation is a community of people like you who support all things Awaken for as cheap as a cup of coffee a week and get access to exclusive content. Learn more by visiting awakencatholic.org slash donate. Hollow is the only audio-guided Catholic prayer app focused on contemplative prayer and traditional Catholic meditation such as Lexio Divina, Daily Examine, and the Rosary. 
We here at Awaken all use Hello every day and love it. To learn more or give it a try, visit hello.app slash awaken.